So typically I like to do about 30K on influencers and about uh, 15K on ads. Like typically about like 50K, 60K. That's like where, where it's at. Now, if a project doesn't have it, then don't do a large collection size. Do a smaller one, be successful, um, just crush it. Um, and then now you have money from that uh, first collection, uh, first drop, and then invest it into next drop. Welcome back to Cool Hand Crypto, where cinema, culture, and crypto collide. My name is Matt Silverman, and please remember to subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. Today, I'm joined by my co-founder, Luke Dale, to discuss this very moment in our daily journey that is the Sherwood Project. If you're just joining us, the Sherwood Project is a documentary and a community program financed by and centered around the search and discovery of an NFT artist and the NFT or NF tree that they will create. An NFT project or any project for that matter needs a community. The only way to build that community is through some sort of marketing, whether it's a podcast like we're doing now, TikTok, paid influencers, traditional paid ads on a variety of mediums. There's endless strategies on how to do it, but it's vital. If a project is unable to reach its intended audience, then it's DOA. Here today to impart some wisdom, NFT Web3 marketing guru, Arvind Kamsay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. We are looking for your honest feedback here. We are uh, very much in the middle of our marketing journey with the Sherwood Project. We have lots of questions and we know that you've worked with a lot of uh, different projects. So feel free to give us you know, your honest, candid feedback. Um, but let's start with your background. Why are you well equipped to be a NFT marketing expert? Perfect. Yeah. So. I, uh, I got into marketing in 2012, worked with, started with small businesses, then started working with a lot of SaaS companies, uh, Series A, Series B, um, helping them grow uh, and scale their business, um, and then worked with public companies and um, Fortune 500 companies. With the public companies specifically, my role was investor relationship marketer. Um, and so what that looks like is finding investors online and then also get them interested in buying their stock and it's also holding on to it so we literally had like avatars like the the max the millennial the short-term investor gary the long-term investor so on and so forth um and then i i believe also my determination to get into nfts is a really big deal because back in 2016 a really good friend of mine nick he invested everything he had in crypto and literally he sold his car, he had a nine to five jobs and he literally everything he had turned it into crypto. And then um, a few years later, I gave him a call and say, hey, Nick, how's work? And he goes, what work? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, he's just traveling around the world. He no longer needs to work. So to me, that was my introduction to obviously crypto, but also I wanted to when when I learned about NFTs, I wanted to double down on it because I already passed a really great opportunity um, and so uh, so it's my experience in investor relationship marketing but also just I really want wanted to you know get into this uh, industry and just like doubling down in it how is this industry different than than the traditional investor industry that you were working in things happen a lot faster so I even worked with influencers I used to manage influencers as well let's say in a year we would maybe build from zero to 30k followers um and and then and that was cool um or like let's say with even public companies we would do a campaign for three months and of course we would spend a lot more money than you would spend with uh, with nfts or maybe just like just around the same as some of the like top three spending but um but what would happen is like in three months maybe we would just get a slight increase in the number of people actually investing right so like nothing crazy nothing significant Whereas um, in NFT community, in four to six weeks, a founder who is literally like no one on the internet, they don't have any community, nothing, no track record in investing, no track record sometimes even in business. Um, they come in, they build a community from like zero to 80,000 um, and they sell out, they make millions of dollars. And it's, I mean, to me, that's fascinating because I've never seen that before. Like this is just, it's his own animal. Like I've never seen 
anything like this in any businesses that I worked with. Yeah, it, it's totally wild. Uh, Luke, maybe can you give us sort of our current snapshot of where we're at with marketing or lack thereof? Yeah, so from the beginning, when we were formally formulating the idea for the show at projects, um, we wanted to create a strong base for the community. So I reached out to a number of friends of mine, really, on, on TikTok who had big followings. And I asked them, if I was to do this, would you be interested in it? I wasn't saying anything like, you have to talk about my project to your community. But I was saying, would you uh, support us in any way that you see fit? And I basically, uh, we created a sort of list called what we ended up calling the Friends of Sherwood. And those people are, have all been so supportive, posted about us, uh, endorsed us, and it's just amazing. Um, and then, of course, in terms of marketing, in other ways, I do plenty of videos and um, talk about the project. And we've managed to get ourselves to a point of about 1,800 people in the Discord, 1,000 people on Twitter. We've run competitions, priority lists, uh, or what, what's usually called whitelisting opportunities. We've changed the name to priority list just because we feel like it's a little bit of a nicer term. But it's great to have you here, Arvin, to, to advise us and help us um, in, in things we're missing and what we might be able to do going forward. Great. Yeah, and um, yeah, I actually saw on your website you have the priority list instead of uh, instead of wireless. I like that because I actually do that with a lot of projects I work with. So there's one that's called like tribe list. Uh, they have uh, like there's another one called VIP. Like if if you have your own, like there's another one called uh, like a squad, like whatever. If you just make it your own, then your community feels more connected to you. So I I really like that idea. Um, I guess my, so, and, and obviously everything, you know, that you've done so far with, with building the community is great. So I, you know, I've worked with about 400, so just for your listeners, so they know it's like a, not a guy from a diner telling this, but um, I worked with about 400 NFT projects and, you know, had some sold out, hit number one, trending on OpenSea, so on and so forth. But um, I also invest, so I also buy and sell NFTs as well myself. So my um, first thing that I was looking at, so, so something I like about your project that's obviously unique is that, okay, so you're like, hey, we're gonna be in the search of that artist um, or artists if there are multiple um, developers. Like I know one of your videos, you were talking about how you wanna have um, developers from your own community. I just, I do the same thing. Like my mods is from someone from my program. Like he's gone through everything I have, literally like, every service and he knows everything about what I do. And then now he's a moderator in my discord, right? So I really like that idea that you just uh, getting people from your own uh, own community. My I guess my question to you guys is this is that do you find that people when when they're investing in like in your community, has there been any conversations? And I have a follow up question on this and I can t tell you why I'm asking this. But do you find that people telling you, hey, if you haven't, if you haven't figured out who the artist is and like developer is, like how are you going to, um, how are you going to actually like pull this, like pull this cell out, right? So like there is, so on the flip side of, th so this is something unique about you guys, right? So this is actually you can actually take it to your advantage if you address it really well. Um, so, and this is the point here. It's like, if you address it really well and if you communicate that really well, this is something, you know, it's new. I haven't seen it. So maybe there is someone else doing it, but I haven't seen it. But um, on the flip side of things, what people are doing, they're just doing everything they can to say, hey, we got this. We know everything, right? So we know exactly who the developer is. And it's like this person who's like the coolest developer, maybe artist is like a world-class artist um he's like has a waiting list of like i don't know five years to get him like working with people so on and so forth and so so it adds value for the community in that sense for people to know okay so they already have the team so i'm not worried about okay what if they couldn't pull this right um have you do you like have you had those conversations are you planning on doing amas to actually address that um for the investors right to say hey like 
this is this is why we're confident we're gonna pull that because um, I think that's like one of the biggest things and I'll give you an example of this so for example San Vegas Casino Club one of the projects um, uh, that sold out in 20 hours so obviously I was doing marketing and I knew they're gonna sell out I bought a bunch of NFTs from them I called my sister the day before the mint day and I say, and these things are not regulated yet, so it's awesome. If you have insider information, you can do whatever you want. So um, I called my sister. I'm like, hey, you should go buy a bunch of their NFTs. Um, and because, you know, they're, they're going to do, let's say, they're going to distribute 50% of the um, profit of the casino to the holders, so on and so forth. So I was just like selling it to her, right? And she goes, but where is this casino? Like they're talking about all this casino thing, but there's no casino. Like they don't have it, right? So where is the casino? And I realized... And this is like literally a day before I realized I was like, okay, there must be so many people that are thinking about this, right? So if you just address that, then we're going to get a rush of people just like buying in, right? So everyone's just going to be over the fence. So then on the day of the mint, um, we made an offer for, um, on Sandbox for a place in Sandbox to build a casino. Um, and then on their AMAs, they would talk about like, hey, um on we've already been in contact with sandbox we know we can't do the casino because that's very important too like what if you just bought the place but they're like no you have to have a specific license which is not maybe the size of your business you have to have like the i don't know uh something from sec or so on and so forth um and so so they've done all of those things but like have you guys done anything in that realm and just saying hey has there been anything in the past that you guys done similar to this or how do you communicate that to people that you like hey we are going to be doing it differently than a lot of people. We're not going to say we know everything. We have everything figured out. We're going to have you come in and actually help us find those people who are going to be amazing. Um, like, what is your guys' like strategy on that? Luke, let me do the short answer, and then you can do the long answer. <laughs> yeah, sure. So the short answer is we're not really asking our community to believe in a specific piece of art. We're really asking our mm. community to believe in an organization. Uh, it would be similar to mm. saying, I believe in Marvel, uh, not a specific Marvel movie, but Marvel oh. as a company. Uh, we're both filmmakers. So the, the three prong approach is uh, we're making a film, we're making a community program and giving back to the community. And then we are finding an artist and um, employing them and commissioning them and mentoring them and supporting them. And that alone, I think, will create one of the greatest pieces of NFT art that anyone has ever seen. Uh, but more than that, we are asking our community to believe in the organization that is the Sherwood Project. You're totally 100% correct in that the messaging has to be unbelievably crystal clear uh, because the strength of this project and what separates us, and it's amazing that you have been involved in so many projects and have got your finger on the pulse of this industry, and yet you are saying to us, I've never seen what you're doing. We both suspected that to be the case, but it's, it's really great to have that ratified by someone like yourself. The reason that this is so unique is because I don't think anyone else dares do what we're doing. It's quite a uh, it's quite a crazy idea, and that's our USP. So, in the beginning, when I started pushing on TikTok just to introduce the idea and get a sense of the appetite out there in the for for the from the consumers of my community, I kind of did a, a it was very broad brushstrokes and very much like. Uh, Here's the whole idea in one thing. And what we realized uh, after a while, just when the when when we'd caught up and start to build stuff is the messaging and the marketing of this needs now to get much, 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 much more concise, clear and and, you know, really, really nail it uh, and focus on what the USP is, which we believe is the search for the artist and commissioning them and giving them the budget and giving them the mentorship and the help. When people come in, they'll realize the other aspects of this the fact that it is a big documentary as well the fact that it's a community program as well and that we'll be offering help and uh support to artists further down the line and to our community we'll get they'll get special perks for owning the nft so it, it we i suppose it's yeah it's it's honing in on what you believe to be the strongest component of the project and just using that to your absolute advantage and that's what we're gonna we're gonna do and make that really clear yeah and that's very important so 
just going off that, just so your audience get a sense of this, um, like literally first week of marketing, and typically it takes about four to six weeks to just market and go from zero to hero. First week, that's literally biggest thing to do is to figure out that marketing message. So for mm-hmm. example, I gave an example of San Vegas. So their, their messaging was, you can be the house, the house always wins. Right. And everyone knows the house always wins, but now we're like, Hey, you can be the house. Right. So it's just very clear, like what, what we're trying to do. Um, and we barely even showed the art. And so like when I was doing Instagram ads, um, uh, Quora ads, I barely even like showed the art. I was just like really focused on that utility. Right. So now I guess, um, when you said like, okay, so it's just like the organization that people believing in, um, are you saying that? So would you say your, your people are, NFT savvy people or um, people who are newbies in the NFT world? Uh, so right right now it's, um, it's a bit of both. And we are gonna get a little bit more focused uh, towards artists because we want to bring in artists and the benefits that we wanna provide for the holders um, will be artist focused and people interested in creativity and stuff. So we will be probably shifting our messaging towards artists to try and bring those in. Um, And those aren't necessarily people that are going to be NFT savvy. Maybe they're interested or have watched it from the sidelines and want to get to know about it. Um, And that's that's kind of what our MO will be. It will be nurturing those early adopters and helping them navigate through the space. So that's that's the you could say the demographic that we're going to be going after. Okay, so because that's very important. Uh, first of all, um, I mean, there's a lot of things that you got to consider with that. So if you if you realize your avatar is the newbies, meaning they, they don't know much about NFTs, they haven't bought, bought many NFTs, maybe this is their first one, right? If you, if you realize that's the case, then the platform for you to advertise on, if you go on to advertise, is actually Instagram. Um, and actually TikTok is good too. Um, and so, so those are the platforms to, to go on. If you find out that, no, actually you want to have a sa- like NFT savvy community, then that would be Twitter, right? So it's very important, like who you get now, there are pros and cons with newbies. So if you get a lot of newbies, they're also more likely to be the hand papers. Um, and, um, they also may be listing your project sooner than anyone else and the smallest thing that goes wrong they're the ones that they're just gonna completely lose face um and so they're also um i mean you can make a big believer out of them but they also don't have a lot of experience in investing so they find it hard to believe things right so they're they're just going after the shiny things going after hype so they rather um be safe with with what they see versus like something something new Okay, so you gotta you gotta consider that like who 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 is uh, who is it that you're targeting, um, and in fact like if uh, let's say a project that I know or their target is just newbies in your Discord, I want you to have like bunch of channels, literally just like a um, like a newbie cha- uh, like a newbie university. Okay, so like teaching them how to use MetaMask, how to use uh, how to connect your wallet, and like because it's really important. I've seen I've seen brands. Um, there was one brand that they literally built their following, built their Discord following with Instagram alone. They didn't do any influencers, nothing else, just Instagram, Instagram ads. They built it from zero to 30K in a week, um, just ads. And then it's awesome. But the problem was these guys didn't, so they were like, you know, really pros in e-commerce uh, business. Then they didn't really have, I don't know if it was the patience that they didn't have or they, they weren't prepared for newbies. So what happened on the day of the minting, a lot of people, I would see like hundreds and hundreds of tickets. There were people would be like, how do I do this? Like, what do I do now? Like, what, what are we doing? Right. And so, and a lot of them, you didn't even know like what is happening. And so, so, um, ultimately they, they weren't super successful. And like, I learned my lesson right there because I was like, okay, so if I want to do this, I would never ever just do, even regardless of who the avatar is, I will never ever just have newbies in because you just need, so the, the point of the Discord community is that they're looking um, at you know their peers and they see, oh, this person did this, I'm going to follow, right? If everyone's, everyone's a newbie, 
it's just really hard to just manage that community right so um for that reason i like to have like a good distribution of both so newbies and also savvy people and for that reason also i like to have influences because typically those are the ones that actually um, bring a good distribution of people okay so in, in both um and so so yeah that's that's very important and i'll be interested to see like even i mean here's here's the thing you can literally go on your discord do a giveaway and then um say um we want to find out like who are our people right and then just ask them like what's the age group what's the what's the demographics like so so on and so forth which platform are you guys coming from like how many nfts did you buy so far do you, is this your first time or is this not right because then if you understand who is already actually buying into your project then you can do a lot better with like with that insight right i'll give you an example for frogos it's a project sold out in seven minutes what we just recently did we asked their holders we said hey we're going to do a giveaway and we had about like 150 responses from them we said hey what is your age um, which countries you're from, uh, how many NFTs you hold, if you hold more than four, why? Um, and so on and so forth, right? So we got really clear on like, okay, for example, they really like the idea that um, every time they stake a Frogos, uh, they also plant a tree, right? So we, we thought that was just like a cool, like bonus thing. But now that like, we realize like a lot of these people are like really big on that. Or like the idea that, hey, these, um, uh, they're hand drawns. It's 2,000 Frogos hand drones. That's really big for them. So we're like, okay, so anything we do for to raise the floor price and any benefits that we're going to add to actually do that for these holders, we're just going to really focus on those things, right? So we know exactly what the messaging is. So I think part of it is that you guys already know what the messaging is going to be, but part of it is that, okay, just check in with, with your community, see what they get out of it, um, and then see if there's a happy medium where, like, you, you know that like that sweet spot where it's like, okay, we know exactly what people actually, the world actually wants from us versus just what we want. That's great. That's really helpful. And when it comes to, when it comes to countries, when it comes to age, like I can tell you like a stats for Frogos, for example. So we found out the, the, the holders that were um, more than holding more than five uh, NFTs, they were anywhere from 25 to 36, majority of them. That's the age group they were. Um, and then we had a lot of people actually under 25. Like we had people, lots of people actually um, from like 15 to 25 as well, um, which is interesting. Um, and then we definitely didn't have anyone plus 45, like over 45. We didn't have anyone. No, zero. We see a lot of projects that have really strong messaging about the quote utility, about something they offer. And then when we look at what they offer, we realize it's kind of just smoke. It's kind of nothing. They're really not offering much, but somehow the messaging is penetrating, is getting through, and is helping them sell NFTs. So what has your experience been as far as what is good utility and how do you message that utility? So this is a good point because it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously it does matter what you're providing, okay? But it matters a lot more how you present it, um, and so, um, and so to to think about think about like maybe you guys have experience with this, but like I've bought a lot of things that they are their marketing is just repurposed of something else. It's just an improvement, what we call an improvement offer. So they just added like one more feature to it, um, and then they just changed the name, they changed the way they presented it, and then you buy it, right? Which is not a very strong thing. And typically those kind of brands they don't last long but it worked for hate beast didn't it uh, that was essentially their whole thing which was taking a bored ape and making it 3d that was right. essentially yeah right. yeah and actually like my 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 philosophy on that like derivatives are not really great ideas hmm. um so just that like just the idea of even investing in derivatives i don't even like it i just yeah. think like that's just been at least maybe maybe november maybe like october um, you know, maybe like five, six months ago, maybe that was okay. But now it's just completely like um, overkilled. So back to question, um, as far as, as far as utility, it's very important where if you, I mean, okay. So first of all, I, I'm going to tell you like what utilities everyone's doing. 
So then you, you, you know, like you have the context. So everyone's going to do staking. Everyone's going to do a P2E game. So play to earn game. Um, and then everyone's going to have their own token. Uh, these three, it's almost like, uh, it's literally just like, again, like overrated. <laughs> like every, literally everyone's doing it. Okay. Um, and so, um, and now the problem with what, and, and the, the reason like, this is happening is just like people don't have a lot of business experience coming to this. They don't understand the fact that, hey, like you need to find something that you're strong with um, and then just focus on that. So they do everything, right? Um, and so, for example, they create this game that is garbage. <laughs> like, just be honest, right? And then, and then they want to, uh, and then, you know, and then they don't notice that, hey, there's going to be a project that's like a P2E game. Like, let's say, like, I don't know, I've never played Axie Infinity, but like, that's the one that everyone knows, right? So you're, you're against them, right? And that's all they do. They don't do anything else, right? Um, or like, there's a bunch of games like that. And so um, the concept is that, okay, so find like what you can, what utility you can actually be really strong at. And it's also like really good for you and your community. Um, and then, and then once you even found that, then you need to be prepared on your AMAs to actually be able to explain how you're going to do it. Uh, so this idea of like, you, you know, you see a lot of people on their roadmaps, they have like, we're going to give away a Lamborghini. We're going to give away this thing, that thing. Right. And then you look at like their background and sometimes they're not even docs, so you can't even tell. But even if you look at their background for, um, you know, on their LinkedIn, they've never done a, like a, they never made a dollar online. And you're like, now we're going to do this. We're going to make, you know, millions of dollars and then we're going to do this thing. So it is a smoke, right? So that, that point is just like, okay, it's possible, but I don't know how likely that is, right? So then you can, you guys can pull it. So it's, uh, so then, so what you guys want to do is find something that just, just so now that you know, like what everyone's going to do, right? Those three, like literally everyone's going to do those. Um, and then, and a lot of my projects doing it too. So then can you find something that's just so unique about yourself as far as utility? Um, and then, and then as far as, as far as presenting it, like, can you make it so that like is understood by three year old? Um, and then also <laughs> like, can you, can you like flesh it out? So I see we've had projects that sold out. I don't even know how this, this, we got away with this, but like literally in the utilities, like something like. We're going to have the staking, like, that's it. And it's like, okay, like, like how, like, what, what are you going to do? Or like, how is this going to go? Or, you know, nothing, there's no information. And sometimes again, like founders don't realize this, but they literally copy paste things uh, from other brands because they've seen it other places. Um, and then again, I think in business, like we would know it's like, okay, uh, people are not stupid. They, they're going to look, let's research this. But I think with NFT brands, sometimes they don't. And then ends up happening. is just like people lose interest because they're like, wait, so you're making all these bull claims, but you have zero um, backing, right? So then, so what I like to do, if, if you have any utilities, it's just not only on your website, your light paper, whatever, um, just talk about it in length, but also just show people, hey, here are the steps you're going to make to actually make that happen. Even though um, that's not coming up soon. Maybe that's your phase five. Um, phase six is not coming up soon because a lot of times it's it's funny. I mean, like a lot of NFT projects and maybe it's not so, so much so anymore because I don't take them on. But like um, in the past, I would take on like, you know, very small like projects that just like, you know, they also I didn't know better. So to really like vet people. So they would say like, we're just going to sell out and then we figure out the rest of it later. Right. So then completely like ignorant of like, okay, what are we going to do after we took everyone's money? Right. Which is very scary. Like, yeah. um, uh, it's very scary to just be on the side of even like the marketer. Right. But, um, but like for you guys, now that you, so you, you're in, in the side of like, okay, so your filmmakers, like you've already been around, like, um, you know, so, so many like projects you have, you know, like your unique messaging and so on and so forth. Like, can you just, um, put as much information as you can. And maybe like, even if it's like, okay, maybe the thing about your project is like, Hey, we don't know yet. Like we don't know how certain things going to go. The community is going to figure out, but also just like elaborate on that. Like how, how is this going to work out? Like, is this going to be on discord where people meet on a weekly basis and then they talk and then they figure those out. And there's going to be a leader who's just leading these conversations and so on and so forth. Or is this just like, what is it like? 
right? So you just, um, yeah. And then uh, it's, and then also, so so there's that, but also then um, how you're gonna present it. It's like, is it better to be presented in a form of a video? So for example, San Vegas, I realized like video would be best to just show that messaging. Cause we just showed like bunch of, uh, literally show the casino, right? And like people playing. So I thought that was just because people have that imagery, like it's the familiar imagery of like, hey, casino making money. And well, the casino itself, I mean, making a lot of money is like everyone's known, right? So that's everyone's belief. It's like, okay, and now I can get a part of that. That's cool, right? So that familiar imagery that people have, that, that helps. Arvin, if you could help us really visualize simple messaging, because we almost have the opposite problem where we have a podcast, we have TikTok, we have a, a, a founder's vlog where we vlog in Discord, video vlog, telling people uh, nearly daily updates on, on what's going on. We're also tweeting. We're also on Instagram. We are, we are very transparent, very doxxed, and constantly, constantly talking to our community, constantly revealing and, and uh, telling everyone what's going on and the process and our message and, and our goals and our targets. And what we've realized is it's, it's just... Uh, it's, we're going to do everything we're saying, but it's, it's difficult to message all of that at once. Knowing that we are searching for an artist, we are making a feature length film, a documentary about the entire NFT ecosystem. We are giving back to the community. We are, um, creating a community program that will foster artists. Uh, one of our taglines is artists, mentors, and allies. So artists, people who want to mentor artists and anyone who wants to just support allies. So knowing that that's the, the ingredients, what recipe would you recommend uh, to a project like ours? Yeah. And I know, like, I think uh, you guys said in your, one of your videos, like 33% that goes into 33% of like revenue goes between your artists and yourself and so on and so forth. So, um, so I mean, that's like, that's clarity for people because that's important. Actually that when I was listening to that, I was, I was really listening to make sure you don't just say like there's no money left for us or anything like that because that's that would be um, a red flag, right? So like that's very important, um, you know, to ask for like someone who is like gonna invest in your project to just say, okay, it's like are you gonna be taken care of? Because if you're not, then you're not gonna do this project, and you're also gonna not have any motivations to do this, right? Because a lot of, sometimes people say things like that online as well. They're like, all the money is gonna go to this charity. It's like really like you you just you're not gonna make any money from this okay um, it's possible right but like you know it's suspicious um so so that was cool but um yeah how do you do the simple messaging i mean um with a lot of companies especially like when they have complicated products like in the past um when we wanted to figure out messaging what we would do we would come up with first of all we if we knew the who the who we're targeting right if we didn't know obviously we would test that out too but what we would do we would come up with five different messaging that we think is the five different angles of the messaging we think those are the best right as far as what we know and maybe even your community then what we would do we would just run it as an ad to the community um, and then we look at the metrics see which ones they're actually you know engaging with the most so for example the click-through rates the clicks the links the shares um, so what are they, like, which mes messaging is actually getting them, right? Um, and then based on that, we would say, hey, it looks like these two messaging, and they could be exact same thing, but said in five different ways, right? Um, and so, so that way, then we could figure it out, be like, hey, it looks like these two messaging, um, they worked really well, um, and, then, and then we would just use that for the rest of, you know, rest of the marketing. Now, sometimes, um, you know, you maybe you may have like a very strong opinion about like what what's gonna work really well. I mean, by all means, sometimes you don't have time. You know, by, by all means, you can just go with it and then um, you know see what 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 happens with that. But I, if you have time, that's what I like to do is to just like test out multiple variations of it um, and then just see which ones um, gonna perform better with real data from real audience um, and. If you didn't want to do ads, you can even just do it like um, on your Discord, 
um, you can you can just launch something with those messaging to people and just have like multiple variations and just see which ones perform better. With all those marketing tests, would you do them at the same time or do one, assess it, do another marketing no, test? No, same time because you don't have time. Typically, projects don't have that much time. So you want to do it at the same time. Um, with the ads, it's a lot simpler because they're literally running at the same time. And then you can just look at the dashboard and just be like, oh, it looks like this one is the one everyone's clicking on. But the other one, not so much. I had a question for you, which was more in the sort of maybe a bit more specific in terms of like if let's say, Arvid, you were starting a project tomorrow, how would you market it uh, and which avenues and which platforms would you use? You've mentioned TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram are like are, are good places to go. But like what? Not necessarily wish influencers, but the way I look at the space being like, you know, you could say I'm a little bit of an influencer and like I'm a little bit of a community, but I see so many different people and avenues you can go. And I just wouldn't necessarily know quite right now where to start um, and who to contact to and every project's different. So the influencers maybe that we want to help us um, wouldn't be good for a different project because our ethos is very different to board ape or whatever so what how would you go about that for us or for yourself so once you figure out the messaging then you want to launch your um so typically unless the the budget is above 100k which in case like that case like it's different story different types of like it's just a more elaborate strategy but typically for most brands um, you launch your Twitter ads to gain followers at 0.5 to 0.8 dollars, so 50 to 80 cents a follower. These are real followers, um, and then you launch your Instagram ads to gain Discord members to somewhere around 80 cents to about a dollar per new Discord member. But the uh, here here's the point with uh, with the gaining Discord on Instagram. It's like the point is not just to do completely on Instagram because. Um, you know, it's a lot cheaper to actually do it with influencers, first of all. Um, but also, like, you just want to combine. It's just part of your strategy, okay? Um, someone from my program uh, on a Twitter space said the other day, it's just like it's just like a burrito. Like, you need to have, like, all the pieces in it. Otherwise, you can just have, like, one or two pieces. Like, you know, it's just, just like beans. You, that just doesn't work, right? So yeah. you, you have to have the all pieces. So um, with the influencers, what I like to do is typically Twitter and YouTube influencers. So with Twitter, uh, with YouTube, I really like it because they can actually YouTube shorts or like even TikTok is fine too. The, the idea of video and um, especially if it could be a longer video, like a, let's say eight minutes dedicated video talking about your projects. Mm. It's really helpful because, you know, if as an inf imagine like, let's say, let's say I'm your influencer and I go on talking about say, hey, Sherwood project is amazing. Um, and then that's, that's it. Right. So it's like, okay, but why? Like what, what's so, so great about it. Right. And then maybe even if I say like one point, but what's, how is that different to, let's say I do an eight minutes conversation with my followers about this. Right. Mm -hmm. And just say, here are the reasons, like, here's what I like about their, um, let's say their roadmap. Here's what I don't like about this thing. And here's what I like about this other thing. Right. So it's just, it's just very like elaborate. I like that. So typically I like to use influencers um, on YouTube and Twitter. Um, now there's certain ones I already build a relationship with. I already know it works. To be honest, um, it's really tough. It's, it's the, probably the toughest part of actually NFT marketing is to find good influencers. I actually had to spend money, my money, people's money to figure that out, right? Some of the influencers just have a lot of fake followers. Um, and you can use, of course, like follower audit, social blades, um, all these software out there to figure out certain things about projects. But at the end of the day, once they do the video for you, like, is this, are you going to get like, uh, discord members or are you not going to, right? So that's, that's the point. I also, another thing I've done also, I created, uh, so like I said, I worked with almost like 400 NFT projects. I actually had them on a spreadsheet. Tell me just like, you know, confess, who did you use? Um, and then how much did you pay them and what results did you get? Right. So then I kind of have like a Yelp of influencers. So, so then we know, Hey, certain people just going to be a scammy, like don't, don't pay them. Right. 
And, and also just so your audience understand this too, sometimes when they get scammed, it's like, it's not really, it's like a scam. Um, like influences their own, like they have so many requests. Sometimes like, like there was an instant where there was an influencer, um, from my, from my, um, from in my community, he got paid from one of the people in my program and then he just didn't have time. It was like something personal happened in his life. And then everyone was just calling a scam, right? So it's like, yeah, but like they also have like a really tough time just figuring things out. Like the, the biggest thing they're afraid of is like they talk about a project that's not sold out and then that project is a rock ball and then everyone's going to blame them for actually, you know, taking the traffic into that project um, and all their like audience going to leave all the impact that's going to have all the audience. Maybe this is like the first time they get into NFTs and then they're just going to have a horrible experience. So it's like actually really stressful for influencers. So um, I, on their defense, I think sometimes when they do things that's not maybe properly done or not professionally done, sometimes they're just like under a lot of stress. Um, and so, so there's that, but um, so obviously that list, certain people that I already work with, um, and then specifically on Twitter and YouTube. And then what I like to do is to actually script it for them. Like, I don't want to just tell the influencer to be like, here's a website, and which is a lot of NFT projects do. They're like, here's a website. I just want to sit back and you get me Discord members. I was like, no, that's not how it works. So you, you want to literally tell them, be like, hey, here are the important points. Like, for example, for you guys, it'd be like, hey, like search of an artist and just like mentoring them that the allies, the... Um, you know, the priority list, things like that. So it's like, hey, it's important. We want you to mention it. And then you give that uh, to them. And then I like it. Some some influencers don't like this, but I like it. The, they produce something, they show it to you, and then you approve it. Um, so if like if it's not good, I don't want it to just go out, right? Um, and so so there's that. Like and then now a lot of times NFT projects they just stop right there. So they're like, well, influencer did their thing. Maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work. And if it didn't work, they just blame the influencer. But what you really want to do at that point, once it's out, now that's your job as the NFT founders to actually go and promote it. So you want to go like literally uh, reply to every single comments and messages that's under that, let's say YouTube video, like every single one, engage them, right? Um, and then have everyone in your Discord to rate that YouTube video, meaning like go there and just comment, share it. Like you actually have to take that role of promoting it. Now, on top of that, what I'd like to do is to do YouTube ads. So let's say an influencer did a video for you and then I'd like to do a placement ad, show that same video to everyone in his channel. So literally run that as an ad on his own channel and then also on other influencers channels as if I paid them too, right? So that's what I really like to do. But also let's say same thing with Twitter. Um, if I'm an influencer with 100K followers, I do a tweet. Um, let's say a small portion of my followers gonna see my tweet, whatever be a giveaway, wireless giveaway, NFT giveaway, whatever that is. And then what you can do is like, you can actually run ads to my followers. So there's a software that scrapes the usernames of all my followers. Um, and then you can upload that as a list, uh, as an audience to Twitter and just run ads to it, right? So then now you promote it. So now everyone in my community will actually see it versus just typically that's just by design, social media platforms are doing it so that you run ads, right? So they're just showing it to only a small percentage of people. So um, it's more elaborate than just like, and this is, I don't blame people coming into this industry. It's like, they just hear they're like, oh, influencers, we paid an influencer, it didn't work. They must be a scam and they must not work, right? So it's like, no, this is just actually like a lot of like, this is the process, right? Um, and then also like good influencers, don't, they don't even work with teams that are not doxxed, right? So that's another thing I tell people, be like, hey, if you're really serious about this, you got to get doxxed. Like good influencers don't work with you if you're not, right? Um, good influencers typically take five, six days, just review your project. Um, and then another five, six days to actually create the content for you. So like you want to be early. Like that's why I like to do first week is just contact all the influencers, line them up already, right? When, when to position the influence is also very important. Like, do you like, do you just do it like every week? Do you do it all at the same time first week? Do you do it all at the same time? Like, like let's say a week before. So those are very important too, right? Of everything you just described, 
what budget would you recommend to a client? Is that a $50,000 budget with YouTube ads and Twitter ads and Instagram ads and influencers? And where does that fall in the spectrum of marketing budgets? So typically I like to do about 30K on influencers and about uh, 15K on ads. Like typically about like 50K, 60K. That's like where, where it's at. Now, if a project doesn't have it, then don't do a large collection size. Do a smaller one, be successful, um, just crush it. Um, and then now you have money from that uh, first collection, uh, first drop, and then invest it into next drop. What would you say is a small collection size versus a large collection size? There are some people sometimes come to me and they're like, we've got $5,000 for the entire marketing. And then um, we have right. a 12,000 collection size. It's like, bad idea, right? Well, how about you don't do that? Um, just do like maybe 100 then at that point, right? And even then, I don't think that's right. enough. Um, but so it's, it's just very, uh, very dependent on your collection size, very dependent on who your influencers are, your website, your team, your roadmap. What are you showing to people? If it's like, if it's a, just a PFP that's just like everyone else's, you, you need more budget because you, you just need to be like, have it like a, basically a larger megaphone than everyone else. We're doing a film that's a part of our NFT project. How much would you say uh, a profile on this project by Variety or Hollywood Reporter or, or a traditional entertainment trade uh, would have on our marketing? Would that be very valuable or really not so much? I used to think they're not really helpful. Um, I just recently, like the latest publication I got on was entrepreneur.com. Um, and then I'm getting like a lot of messages, people telling me like, oh, we read this thing and that thing about you. I'm like, wow, really? You guys read things like on entrepreneur.com? I never read anything. But like, um, so, I mean, I think there's definitely a, a, a you know, an avatar that is going to be on those. And it just so happens to be like get person that gets excited about your project. So I think there's, there's definitely value. But if to say, if you're going to go lean, I found that paid as and paid influencer that's really what it is. Like anything to do with like mass DM, billboards in like this place and that place, magazines. Um, I don't know, like all sorts of like, maybe like hire people for $4 an hour to go talk about you on different dif Discord servers. Things like that do not work. Um, yeah. And then yeah. and then also like waste your money and then you end up just having to figure out like what to do now, you know, <laughs> at that point. So I like it. I think one of the actually biggest thing for uh, for NFT projects to be successful is like not do certain things. Yeah, such as like mass DM, for example, like that's big one. Uh, it's it confuses the founders. Like they get a lot of members, um, and then they think they're ready to go, and then they go into their mint day, and then no one buys, and they get like they're like confused. They're like, wait, what happened? It's like, well, fake people will not buy NFTs. <laughs> like that's just not gonna happen. When we talked previously, we asked you yeah. a question about setting a mint date. What's your opinion on, on setting a date? Honestly, I think I have an opinion about this that's just different to maybe everyone else. Because every time I, I uh, like every time I tell people about this, it's almost like just, they look surprised. And like, so I don't know why, but maybe this is just my experience with uh, launching products. You never want to tell people when it's going to be launched until you figure it out like you until you figured out your marketing. So um, for you guys, like if you go on your Discord server, if you enable the community feature, you're going to be able to on server insights, you can see how many members per week you're gaining on your server insights on um, on uh, Discord, right? And if it's not like going at a pace that you, you, you feel comfortable, you're going to hit, let's say three to five times the number of collection size on Discord. Um, if on your Twitter, you're not going to have about half of the collection size as Twitter followers, right? If on your whitelisters, you're not going to have half of the collection size as whitelisters, then oh, for you guys, it would be priority list. But like, if you're not going to have those or you're not, you're not even close to it, or you're not sure, like a really bad idea to just tell people, be like, Hey, because you guys really want it, fine, we'll do, we'll do it. <laughs> right. Cause they're going to be disappointed. Um, and First project is very important. So if um, you know it doesn't go well, then it's really hard to to come back from it. There are obviously things you can do. Um, there are actually like strategies you can do if it doesn't go well. But you wanna you wanna sell out. Like that's that's your goal. 
We agree. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about this project is that I, another another reason I really do believe it will set its set itself aside from everybody else is that whenever you see a normal NFT project, they sell out and then they go, right, we're going to go build now. Um, and there's not much to say for a while, like why we build our metaverse, while we do this, that and the other that you that you're here for. We that's when all the transparency gets even more transparent because we will be flying around the world doing interviews, showing people the behind the scenes of the film, engaging the artists with the community. The artists will be calling upon the community, asking them what they want to see in the NFT. We'll be unveiling the NFT and filming that. I mean, it will just get so much better once we've sold out uh, in a way that no other project is like that. So it's a real, if people can get their heads around that, I do believe that'll be a big part of the, 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 the incentive to buy as well. I like that. Um, in the past, I wasn't really focused on the floor price. I was just really focused on myself, to be honest. I was just focused on helping projects just sell out. Lately, because now I have to deal with the aftermath of that, now I have to like, you know, actually raise the floor price for some project. Um, now I've been very conscious about that. So if you have things that you already can, uh, like you have basically things that you can reveal later, like just like you were saying, like, hey, we're going to have the, all these interviews. Like the moment like we sell out, we're going to have all these interviews and so on and so forth. So for holders, you're also going to have these like benefits and so on and so forth. It's just going to be a lot easier to not have everyone, you know, list their, list their NFTs. And then um, it's, it just solves that problem of like, why am I holding this? I could just be making money, right? This has been incredibly helpful and we're, we're very thankful for your wisdom yeah. here. Luke, do you have any uh, final questions? I don't think so for now, but thank you so much. It's been unbelievably helpful. Really great. Yeah. Arvin, where can people find you if they want to work with you and hire you to do their NFT marketing or, or any other marketing? If they want to just see how the sold out projects I've done, um, how I've done it, I publish case studies um, on soldoutnfts.io. They can see some of the cases, literally just tell them what the ad looks like, you know, how much we spent, so on and so forth. Um, and then on all socials, um, ArvinKNFT. So that's A-R-V-I-N-K-N-F-T. Uh, so I'm available on socials. On Twitter, I'm most responsive. Thank you so much, Arvin.